Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Red Legs Radio for Climate Air Conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Good evening to the Red and Blue Army. Welcome to another episode of Red Legs Radio. Thank you to Paradise Motors Mazda and Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Australia's Cricket World Cup semi-final. What a massive game that is going to be against England. We'll be right here on 1629 SENSA in just under an hour's time. But in the lead-up, we've got all the latest on the Norwood Footy Club. They take on Glenelg, the Clarets, as we like to call them here on Red Legs Radio, after their women's coach, Jason Farrell, described playing against the Norwood women's team as like Burnley versus Man City. So we're off to Turf Moor to take on Glenelg on Sunday. So much to talk about uh, across everything about the Norwood Footy Club. And to do so, the two Red Leg experts are in the studio with me, as always. Firstly, everyone's best mate. Big welcome to Miles Fitzner. Uh, thanks, Hookie. Yeah, everyone's best, mate. Don't know about that. A few that don't like me, and there are a few that mightn't like me after this week, I think. <laughs> and always good to have the CKISM. I'm just abbreviating it back now. Geordie <laughs> Fuck, Geordie Pike, how are you, Geordie? Hello, I'm I'm good. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a bit of a shocker of a show, because I've got a bake lined up. Uh, CKISM, coolest kid in Coolest kid in Sample Media. media. Yeah, coolest, right. I don't know if my head's very cool today. The kism, the, the kism. The the CKISM, I'll, I'll have to work on that. Hey, 37-point loss to the Crows mm. uh, last weekend. I thought we were pretty good for long periods in this game, but uh, once again, the last quarter caught up with us. That's a bit of an issue. Geordie Pake, what did you make of the game on the weekend, on Sunday? <laughs> okay, so... I liked that our tackling had actually improved and that was statistically proven that it had gotten better. Um, The fact that we had more inside 50s and couldn't finish off is just beyond a joke. Um, There's no more excuses left. We had the team to go out there and win and we didn't. And I'm a little bit annoyed. Like, it's an AFL team. All right, whatever. We played at home. We have pretty much two players left out of the team to win. What happened? What went wrong? I've got more on this later in the show. Miles Fitzner? Uh, I would have touched on those stats with Geordie. You're dead right, Geordie. Uh, we had inside 50s, uh, we were plus four. Mm-hmm. Rebound 50s, um, we were minus 10 on mm-hmm. rebound 50s. That's probably the damning stat. Mm-hmm. 40, 30 to 40 more tackles, similar marks, 40 or odd more handballs. Hitouts pretty even. Good effort by Balders against Sauce Jacobs, yep. I would have yep. thought. Um the clearance is pretty even too, but uh, it looks pretty even there, 40-odd more handballs. But the rebound 50s, I think the slingshot scoring against, mm-hmm. which would suggest maybe a bit of two-way running um, issue. Uh, but interesting, look, we're once again, the side's going to completely change this week with yeah. another four to come back in. Mm-hmm. And with the only injury happening to Forster, Tommy Forster with the hamstring, and he was yep. probably on the chopping block anyway. Potentially. Yep. So 
a very interesting side this week. Potentially, I think this week could be the best side we've filled all year. Geordie's going to give us the teams thanks to Coopers very shortly. I've got one question for you, and that is, right now, does there need to be a concern about our last quarter fade-outs? Yeah. We've lost eight of 11 first quarter, uh, last quarters this year, including seven of the last eight at a speed of three goals a quarter. Now, that is 12 goals a game that we have lost last quarters. I understand that we have had some issues. We had an issue against Centrals with injuries. We had an issue against South with injuries. But our last quarter fade-outs are now seriously a standout to me. Get over the excuses. We've lost seven of eight mm-hmm. last yeah, quarters. Look, I agree. And we would, we've been talking about this all all season on the radio, saying uh, the Central's concerned and they kicked a few back uh, one of the games. I think it might have been the Bays even at home. Yeah. Um, there was a few of them early on that we scraped over the line. And then now teams are actually sort of pushing and running over the top of us. I, once again, I'm still... Uh, the jury's out with me because we haven't been full strength. And I, I don't like commenting on sides when we don't. I agree. So you mm-hmm. can sort of say there must be some sort of fitness issue, but then you're playing guys that were only playing twos and they don't understand the speed of it and they're not going to run games out. You've got, like that game really, we've essentially got six or seven coming back from big breaks. Yeah. Two or three week breaks. They're always going to struggle a bit in the last quarter. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that... I just don't know whether that's a, a season-wide or because it's just coincidental that the timing of injury returns um, and then buys as well yeah. have allowed for this to happen. I'm more interested to see now that we go into full strength, two games on the trot, games under Noss, Nunny, um, Sermo, those kind of guys, whether we go into a, a different sort of kettle of fish against probably a red-hot base side this week. Uh, just one thing, point I want to make. I thought our midfield was pretty good against it. Let, let's be fair. The Adelaide Crows Sandful team is an absolutely elite for this standard of football mm. midfield. Uh, Gibbs and Riley Knight floating through there. Patrick Wilson, who we know has been a star of this competition for some time. But I thought we got enough out of Johnson, Grigg, Nunn, Panos in particular. Um I just wonder whether we were just a little bit inefficient going into the forward line. Now, is that a forward line problem or is that a midfield problem getting the ball in? Do they try and get it in too deep? I know that um, uh, Jared's very keen on getting entries that aren't just inside 50, but they're inside 25. We do seem to get a lot of rush behinds for some reason. I wonder if that's a factor. I I don't know, Mm. but I'm interested in your thoughts. Look, I think it is. Uh, If you want that game style of football, then you need a stay-at-home forward. Where's our stay-at-home forward? That's my massive question there. Might be, might be a question that we need um, shortly as well, but I would say that I think having none and Noss back, geez, they make a difference. They've mm-hmm. had 50 between them. Noss kicked a goal. I mean, Nunny's had 127 dream team. Noss has had 94. You know, eight tackles to Nunny. They're getting one under their belt. These boys back. Don't think it's panic stations yet, but, uh, you know, unfortunately we've got the Crows and the Bays two weeks in a row, which are probably the two best sides in the comp. Yeah, we've got, we've got a pretty soft run home because we've still got to play Central for the second time, we've got to play West for the second time, and we've got to play North for the second time. So we do get a fairly cushy run home, but and, the next couple of weeks are going to be pretty important, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Look, we are sixth on the ladder, but essentially we're the same on points as as three above us as well on 14. Mm. Percentages so, hurt us a little bit. Percentage does, but with a softer run and hitting full strength, I'd rather have all the injuries at the start of the year and limp through and get into this and then build a bit of momentum through finals. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I tell you what, we've just been talking about the midfield and we've added a few blokes back. Well, I tell you what, we've added a big special guest to our lineup, yes, and he is on the line now. It's a big Red Legs Radio welcome to the number four, Matthew Panos. How are you, Pano? Uh, good, thanks. How are you guys going? 
We are very well. Nice to be back on the park last week. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, I guess when you're injured, it's, it's pretty hard watching sometimes and um, being out for, I think it was about six weeks, uh, it hurts a lot. So, yeah, it was very good to, to run out with the boys on the weekend. Nice time of the year for you, mate. School holidays. We know you're a teacher. you are just got the feet up on the couch at the moment. Uh, somewhat. It's uh, not quite as easy when you've got footy because you're always sort of planning and preparing. You've got training and have a bit more time to see the physio and do those sorts of things. So um, try and put as much work in football-wise as I can during the holidays while I've got a bit of spare time. Nice miles here, mate. Good to have you back on the park. Mate, uh, in regards to last week, we've just been talking about the last quarters. Is it something that you've noticed a little bit or is it more like, am I right in regards to that, uh, you know, with a few injuries and blokes coming back in and out, are these last quarter fade-outs turning into a problem? Um, we spoke about it a little bit as a group, but not much. Um, it's probably hard to, to pinpoint. I think teams have, have got momentum at times, which is quite hard to stop now with some of the rule changes. So I guess we've got a similar list and had probably even better preseason than last year. And last year we were the best fourth quarter team in the comp by a fair way. So um, I wouldn't say it's a problem, but it's something that that's uh, that's been notified by the coaching group and the players and something that, that needs to be rectified, especially um, coming later into the season. Mate, obviously we've got the Bays this week. Do you expect um, Dill Stevens and Cam Tahini to play? I think Bodie and Deck Hamilton might be right, but do you expect Dill and Tahini to play? Uh, no idea, to be honest. I think that would have to be very, very Cheers, close. Nost. You can just go with me here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say one of them would definitely play. Um, whether with obviously Bodie coming back, possibly Declan as well. So um, four changes. Um, yeah, I think I think that all four can play. So there you go. So speaking of the young kids, watching from the sidelines like you have been, who do you see as someone who's going to just take on the footy world? Um, well, those two are, are probably uh, definitely set to get drafted pretty high. Um, they're both exciting talents. I think coming up through the Nord ranks, someone like a Josh Richards, who's um, played quite a bit of reserves football and, and got his chance in the last five or six weeks and really showed that he can be a good SANFL player. So I think he can take the next step, sort of what Matt Nunn did maybe 12 months, 18 months ago and really elevated his game. I think he's one that can really step up. And uh, Brody Carroll did some excellent things. He's... Um, really good off the ball as well as on the ball. So um, I think Brody Carroll and, and Josh Richards have a pretty bright future. Last weekend, you walk into the centre square and you see your opposite numbers are Jacobs, Wilson, Gibbs and Knight. Is that about the best starting midfield four that you've probably come up against? Uh, yeah, it would have to be bloody close. They've uh, got some really good players, obviously Bryce and um, Sam Jacobs have played I don't know, probably nearly 500 games, <laughs> AFL games between them, um, which you don't really see much at SNFL level. So it was probably, yeah, probably the best. I didn't play against Port when they had, um, well, they had Wines, Wines. and Eber, probably not Sam, Sam Jacobs in Ruck. Um, but I think that four across the board as a starting midfield was probably the best we've seen and maybe the best we'll ever see um, as opposition. Yeah, Nos, just quickly too, the Gibbsy's only had 22 against you guys. Do you reckon, just while we've got it, you've played against him on the weekend, do you reckon he will play AFL again? 
Uh, I think he will, but I reckon he'll continue to be sort of in and out. I think the Crows midfield runs quite deep, and I think someone like a Pat Wilson um, can can play some AFL football. I think he's a really good player, and he's like another one, um, Riley as well, who's playing excellent footy in the SNFL. So I think Gibbsy will get back in, um, but I'm not sure he'll sort of play every sort of every game of the season. I think it might be what's happened in in and out of the team, maybe. Matty Panos, it's been great having you here on Red Legs Radio, and it is even greater having you back in our midfield and forward mix, and we wish you all the best against the Tigers on Sunday. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Cheers, nice. Matt Panos there, uh, the number four for the Norwood Football Club, and I'll tell you what, guys, he is going to be very important if we're going to get over the Clarets on the weekend. Huge, Mm -hmm. huge. He's important for the rest of our season. Yeah, yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Right, well, we need to get to a break because we've got so much coming up the other side. We haven't even done the teams. I know. So we've got Geordie's teams. We've got the Zach Richards Appreciation Minute, our Paradise Poser. We've got so much to come. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. Redlegs Radio, the climate, air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Red Legs Radio, the climate, air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. You listen to Red Legs Radio with Miles Fitzner, Ben Hook and Geordie Pake. Miles Fitzner is doing some of his best work on Instagram. We need to get on to Sunday's game. We take on Glenelg at Glenelg Oval, 2pm Sunday. Uh, Thanks to Coopers. 110. an early uh, start. I beg your pardon. Gee, I'm glad you're here, Geordie. Uh, and Geordie, I'm also glad you're here because thank you to Coopers. You have the teams. I do. So massive squad again because it's a Sunday game. 
Uh, let's just start at the back. So Brad McKenzie nailed it. Said Brad, not Ben. Clap to me. Yeah. <laughs> Le- leading the competition for marks. <laughs> is, is, I want to talk about that in a minute. Okay. Uh, Georgie, Ben's boy, Zachy Richards, Mitchie Wilkins, Talia Shentz, returning Stevens. This is what I've been given. Don't come at me if he doesn't play. That's okay. Um, <laughs> we got Nos, Rabs, Nunny, Jono, Smarty, Gerloff, Sermo, Tahini has also been listed as coming back. In the forward pocket. Yes. Yep. You've Good got on toast, my isn't he? boy for 2019, Sam Balderstone. Griggy, Barry, Dorr. I would have a question mark on Dorr playing again. Uh, Josh Richards, Bamps, Declan Hamilton is back again. Uh, Mac Bauer, our captain, Jace Bode, has also been listed, so that is huge. Uh, Tyler Martin's there. You've got Ball and you've got Christmas Carol as well. So <laughs> a huge... Huge team. What do you guys reckon is going to happen on Sunday? Nice work, Jody. Well, let's get into the uh, Veolia match preview. We uh, appreciate the support of Veolia. Taking on Glenelg, second versus sixth. They've been mm-hmm. pretty good side under Mark Stone this year. Miles, what do you make of it? Uh, look, this is a tough game. Uh, Partington's hitting red-hot for me. He's at 40, 40 last week, didn't he? Yeah, 43 yeah. last week. Snook and Bradley are starting to get more of it up in the 20s. Um, Glenelg are looking the goods at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I would say probably flag favourites. In my opinion, yeah, um, I don't like the Crows. I mean, they get bolstered. It's only going to take a couple of injuries. The, well, the minute the uh, AFL team is out, they go back to only guys that have played more sandful than AFL yeah. who, who are available to play. So while they can, while their AFL team is alive, their sandful team can play every listed player going around. Yeah, and, and that I, changes the minute uh, the Crows are out. And you'd say the Crows are probably going to struggle to get past the second week of finals. Oh. I, I'm drop a bombshell here for those Crows supporters. I'll tell you this right now. Crows will not make finals. And Don yeah, Pies will be with sad. That. Good. He will not, they will not make finals. Yeah, I, I disagree. They were very, very poor on the weekend. They can't win it, but they'll play finals. Yeah. Their, their draw is pretty good coming home. It is, it is good, but I'd, I'd still mark my words on that. Now, what we've got coming back in back on our game. Sure. Um, I've, I am almost certain that Stevens, Tahini, Hamilton and Bode will play. So yep. I don't expect to see uh, Zust, Ball, Martin... Um, Bauer, uh, Joshy Richards, uh, Forsty's out with the hammy, obviously, and then there's going to be, yeah, they're sort of, work, sort of going to work out what's going to happen. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Brady Dore had a yeah, rest. We're, we're three days we're three days out, so I imagine there's one or two things that could happen. They'll train tonight, and will they train Saturday? Do you know if they? This couldn't be their last training now. No, they'll it? be training now, mm-hmm. um, and then they'll have a no, they'll have a captain's run on Friday. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They'll have a captain's run. Josh Richards, I thought, did a reasonable job on Gibbs last week. Look, yeah, he, he did. He did. Um, I just think when you've got Deck Hamilton coming back with a lot of experience and AFL experience, Jace, of course, is going to play. Mm-hmm. And then Stevenson, Tahini. Um, I mean, Tahini can't do any more than what he did. He's kicked 11 goals in three games. Yep. And Dill Stevens has just had 33 in an under-18 state carnival. Yeah. He's now They're tower, elite, those guys. Now to top five. Those four play any day of the week. Geordie Pate, your tip very quickly. Uh, always Nord. We could be bottom of the ladder going against top, and I'd pick Nord. But we have to win, not for our season overall, but for the pride and integrity of our football club. We have to win games. Miles Fitzner? Uh... I'm going to call it a draw. It's a okay. draw this week. Ooh, it's second funny. one for the Bays this year. I, I'm it's... a bit, I'm a bit bullish about this one. I think Norwood can win this. I know it's tough down the hill, down the road, down there, but uh, they, what, they they do a very good job at denying the opposition the ball, and they're a high pressure team. But I think 
with our best side in, I think our skills are going to be good enough. I think we can deal with their two forwards who are one and two in the competition, mm-hmm. McBean and Reynolds. I think we've got the defence that can handle them. And then I reckon if we can just shut down Partington, we've got enough all-round midfield class to kick a score. Look, we this will be the best side we've had in all year. Yep. Um, but, mind you, we've got two blokes coming back from a week off and we've just got guys that are two games in from having six weeks off. So we've just got to be mindful, cart before the horse. Correct. Possession football will work. Um, but uh, this will be a very, very close game. I wouldn't be surprised if, if either team won, but this will be a lot closer contest than the Crows would be. One six of nine we have down at uh, Glenelg, our last nine attempts. Uh, let's move on because we need to get on to the Paradise Twitter poser. Thank you to Paradise Motors Mazda. Very simple question. At 1629 SENSA, who is the number one footballer in the Sandful competition that is not currently on an AFL list? Uh, I gave three options. Greg Kirkwood Cross, that's Greg Norwood Kirkwood Sturt cross from South Adelaide. Uh, we got a pretty strong support for Mitchie Grigg, 57%. So uh, probably when you've won two uh, McGarry's, that's about right. What do you think, George? Who's the number one? Yeah, it was the same. Like, Grigg, two McGarry's, no contract. There's something not right, or maybe someone wants to stay in the sound for. Miles Fitzner? Uh, I, I, I think, it, well, this year, current... Is, I don't reckon it's either three of those. I reckon Brad McKenzie's the best player in the comp. Yeah. Is that right? I reckon Brad McKenzie's the best player in the comp. Now, Mitchie Griggs been excellent. He's won two McGarry's. Look, Sydney, um, my mail was at Sydney. We're talking to him last year, and he was a really big chance to go to Sydney this year. Might have been um, fitness and pace. He sort of said um, that he wasn't going to go if he got mid-season drafted, but he didn't have that season. But, um, you know... We've had a, a reply here from Matthew Halligan saying Griggs should be on the AFL list. Um, he's an absolute gun, correct. I mean, the, the, the grand final we saw was huge. Mm. But the best player in the comp at the moment, number one for Marks, um, well, he's averaging 24.5 touches a game, playing as a defender, um, essentially a shutdown defender, averaging 102 Dream Team. Brad McKenzie's my best player. Thank you for taking part in our Twitter poll. Appreciate the support of Paradise Motors Mazda. Now, uh, Miles, prefer a wine or a beer? Uh, wine. Me too. We're going to be on uh, the wine team here because it's wine versus beer. July 18, National Wine Centre from 12pm. It's a great Norwood Footy Club fundraiser. Some big names involved. Glenn Cooper and Les Burdett on the beer side. Grant Burge, Wolf Blast, Chester Osborne on the, the wine, wine side. side. Our boy, now, you know, for you and me, Geordie, <laughs> far beyond us, Craig Hutchison is the moderator. Best mate of... Of uh, Miles these days. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he is not. So, Hutchie moderating. July 18, get in contact with the club if you want to get a table. $140 On, a seat. A few auction items there. I'll be doing the auction there. Well done. Uh, a grand final, um, grand final uh, box uh, experience for the AFL grand final, a box to the Sample grand final, and a... Another couple of items that are going towards raising money for the uh, Nord Footy Club. Running out of time fast, but Geordie, we've got a new segment. It's called The Pake Bake, and you have absolutely lined up. You've got all these handwritten notes. Away you go. So maybe pour yourself a Barossa Boy wine and enjoy this bake. Uh, All right, so this week's bake is goal kicking and player position. Let's start with positioning before I get to the big problem. How in the hell can a forward like Luke Sermon kick a goal or get a possession as a forward if he is playing down back? I don't understand. And it's not just Sermon. This has been a problem that has been happening at our club all year. You want to play the game where you kick the ball and you get it within 25 metres of the goal, but you don't have a forward there to finish it off? It doesn't make sense to me and it really frustrates me and it negatively affects our game nine times out of ten. Now, Goal kicking. In 2019, we have had six goalless 
quarters and three plus quarters with only one goal scored. That is a toxic problem. Against Adelaide, we had more inside 50s. We had two goals, eight after half time. It is not good enough. Gavin Hughes is our forward coach. Maybe he needs to look at getting a goal-kicking coach to come in with him and teach our boys how to kick instead of looking at stats and data on a board. That is your pake bake for this round. Uh, Hooks Cook, very quickly. Uh, there was a massive fight at halftime of the West Adelaide-Port Adelaide game. Yes. Serious misconduct charge against Chris Schmidt. $200 fine. Seriously, the SNFL Tribunal you know, is just wasting time. Very quickly, thanks very much for joining us, everyone. Appreciate you listening into Red Leg Radio. We've crammed about 15 minutes worth of content into the last five seconds. Appreciate the pake bake. Always appreciate you being involved thanks here at Miles Fitzner. Uh, we are out. We'll see you on Sunday when we head down to Glenelg. We're looking forward to the footy. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.